three, two, one. You ain't seen nothing yet. Hey everybody, welcome back for another week of our podcast. This is the Let's Dig In podcast with Rich Rosendell and our co-hosts, Rachel Barnett and Christopher Ryloff. This week, we had a very special guest all the way from the Ukraine, Dinara Kosko. She is a world-class pastry chef. She started off in architecture and then later followed her passion of doing desserts. And she really made her mark by kind of using her background in architecture uh, she now designs many of her desserts and her dessert molds using a 3D printer, which is really cool, cutting edge. And she has her very unique style. When you look at her desserts, you know that they kind of have her signature. It's really uh, fascinating, the whole process that she uses to come up with these stunning creations. Uh, we talked to her about how COVID and 2020 has impacted her business, how she's had to shift gears, and also really just to kind of understand her story uh, how Instagram played a big role in uh, her explosive uh, success. Uh, but anyway, without further ado, let's dig in. Amazing conversation with Denara Costco. Enjoy. Hey guys, when it comes to cooking equipment, you know I work with some of the best brands in the industry. When it comes to vacuum sealers, I use the Hankelman CombiVac. This machine is much more than just a vacuum sealer. It gives you the ability to tenderize meat. You can do marination. It has a liquid setting. So what that means, if you put a liquid inside of a bag, you don't have to worry about the vacuum pulling all that liquid out and having a huge mess to clean up. This thing has a humidity sensor, super sophisticated, and it knows when that liquid is getting ready to come out and it will initiate the seal. It also gives the ability to do infusions. We've made really cool cocktails. This machine does so much. And in this day and age, it is so important that you really think about the equipment that you're buying because there's an opportunity to have a return on the investment, whether that is in return on quality and taste or being more efficient. So when it comes to vacuum sealers, check out the Combi Vac by Hankelman. Denara, Costco, we are thrilled to be able to have you and we wanted to kind of talk about your background, uh, what mm -hmm. inspires you. Um, I Before we kind of get started, I did want to kind of tell you that when we first started talking about guests, uh, for me, when I competed in Boku's store, I was always really inspired by like architecture, even like very early on in my career. Um, I grew up mm -hmm. in southwestern Pennsylvania and Frank mm -hmm. Lloyd Wright, who designs mm -hmm. houses, he always designed really cool houses at that time. And um, I would use a lot of his structures as kind of inspiration for a lot of my food. Mm -hmm. So I really kind of related and I love, and I also love pastries. I mean, I started off in pastries. So um, mm -hmm. I was thrilled to be able to kind of have you um, on the show. So can you tell us um, about yourself, how you, how you got started and, uh, and where you're at today? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, for me, um, even now, uh, when I start to think about what I'm doing now, it's a bit strange because I've never thought about it, about pastry, about cooking at all. So, um, I'm a professional architect and I worked during eight years. I made uh, different pictures, drawings, uh, interiors, exteriors. So, uh, I really, I like my job. I liked my job. Uh, but at the same time, I started baking at home and uh, uh, I started because I like uh, eating sweets really a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all these uh, bonbons, everything, it's all for me. 
So I started to I started baking at home every I don't know every evening almost every evening after work I tried to do something. Uh, then uh, I started to bake at the weekends. Then uh, I went to some special classes uh, courses. Uh, I started. Uh, I started to uh, learn uh, like baking uh, professionally from uh, different pastry chefs, uh, and little by little, I understood that baking um, cakes uh, they became more interesting than architecture and then design because you know. Always when I worked as a designer, I worked at home. I said uh, I had my computer. And uh, everything was just like through Skype or just uh, I had only uh, my screen and that's all. And I, uh, I couldn't touch, you know, I couldn't see the final result like, uh, like it's with Skype when you do something and you have this. So uh, now when I work now, I have final result right now. And uh, for me, it was very important to understand that uh, if I make, some picture I can um, see I can have the same at the real life so when I started baking for me it was very interesting it was something extremely new and at the same time uh, mousse cakes they became popular more and more especially in Ukraine when I attended my first classes like a student I remember it was very difficult to find um, to find a, a space play school uh, everything was fully booked always six months before it, it was impossible to get your uh, place uh, to to see the chef uh, but now of course we have a lot of different chefs and classes and everything so you know I was just uh, impressed and uh, for me it was uh, like like a miracle you know this uh, mirror glaze and cakes and I baked Mm, and at the same time, I became pregnant. So uh, when I just, uh, my daughter was born, I started to, I, um, I also discovered Instagram. I made my Instagram page and I started just to post uh, my pictures and people were very, um, very interested. Um, I, I got a lot of followers and uh, then I just, um, I don't know how to say it in English, but uh, for example, in Ukraine, when you get a baby, you have three years uh, like free, you can sit with your baby. So after some time, I understood that I don't want to work again like a designer because uh, I got much more with uh, pastry in pastry world. Uh, so I started uh, to give my classes. And um, then I also, I opened a special uh, place, space, my studio, because uh, I, I worked uh, at home. I am a like, housewife. I work like housewife. So I just make some pictures and videos at home and I baked at home. But then it was un uncomfortable for me and uh, uh, I wanted to grow up like uh, make a bigger business and I wanted to work professionally. So I opened a special space, big studio. I uh, bought uh, all good equipment for me. And um, now I have a studio, I have staff, I have 3D printers and uh, cakes and uh, restaurants around the world. So just little by little. But uh, if yeah, you amazing. ask me 10 years ago, uh, if you ask me 10 years ago about pastry, um, 10 years ago, I, I knew nothing. 
when <laughs> when you first started um, doing like baking, when a lot of people that maybe mm-hmm. were in a different profession that said, "Oh yeah, I started taking up baking," mm-hmm. they picture something um, like very specific, like making some mm-hmm. brownies or a cake. But I have a feeling that you you because of your mm-hmm. mind and the creativity that you accelerated your creativity a lot faster. And it, and it seems like looking at your website, like the designs and everything are just, I mean, they're astonishing and they're a work of art. Just even looking at the cake mm-hmm. before you even actually get to see the finished product. But like, what did, what, what were like when you first got started? I mean, were you, did you approach it from a different uh, per- perspective or did you literally just like open up some cookbooks and start like trying different recipes? So uh, about pictures, I can say that I used to be photographer, professional like photographer. Uh, I, I think I saw maybe more than 50 weddings. <laughs> so that's why uh, when, uh, when we made the pictures of my cakes, uh, we paid a lot of attention with my husband because he helps me. So and videos are the same. Uh, so we are trying to make uh, good uh, quality pictures, uh, some nice also products. Uh, and uh, your question was <laughs> well I mean did you start uh, you well you actually kind of answered it I mean you mm-hmm. the thing I was kind of curious about um, I, I was actually talking to Christopher and Rachel before the call mm-hmm. and I feel like as a chef I'm really glad that I got pastry experience in the beginning of my career and mm-hmm. I feel like there's two things I mean you having uh, being a photographer or having photographer mm-hmm. experience and uh, being a pastry chef, I feel like you have more of an eye for detail that a lot of people don't see like certain things. Like uh, the average person may not look at something um, with the same attention to detail as you do. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like pastry chefs and photographers, like you see things differently. And I think it kind of probably helps with um, the finished product. It looks, I mean, everything you have, it looks so polished and perfect. I mean, it's it's really Mm -hmm. amazing. It's, you know, because you see just one percent from right. <laughs> all that they do. It's just, you know, the, the final result. Of course, we have a lot of attempts and uh, I can't show everything because uh, very often we have something like <laughs> terrible, not very beautiful. Uh, but uh, for, me, for me, of course, it was uh, important. And as I told you before, uh, I used to be a photographer. Also, I... Uh, um, I don't know how to, uh, uh, I went to painting school like four years and also in my university. So I, I, yeah, we have this, a lot of different uh, types of art. So um, for me, it was important to make a beautiful product for Instagram, for social networks, for Facebook, uh, because, you know, people, they can't taste my cakes. They can't try, so they can't touch, but they can see. So for me, it was important to make beautiful picture for people uh, because uh, it's like my advertising and it's like my painting, like my art. So it's not just a cake. When I make some cake, I always try to make beautiful picture of the cake. Unfortunately, now I don't have a lot of time for it, maybe. And, uh, you know, I started, it was like hobby only pictures now i have a business very small but it's still business so um i i can't i just don't have enough time 
to do um, a lot of, to do some, I don't know, some interesting experimental works, but right. I want to do it. Yeah, now I pay, I pay uh, attention on mass production. So, you know, little by little, I started to make cakes at home. Then I started to make uh, first test uh, 3D printing molds. Then I started to sell handmade molds. And finally, I found the um, mass production and we sell now molds from mass production around the world so now i am uh, working uh, with my team and we are for example next uh, month we are uh, we will have new uh, molds it's like more than ten thousand pieces and we sell them wow. now so yeah so now <laughs> it's like my task number one but at the same time of course we make some uh, experimental uh, cakes and uh, um, i uh, I try to do uh, like whole products with picture, video, recipe. Recipe is very important for me. So when I do something, I uh, I make a recipe one, two, I don't know, five, ten times until I have a good result, until it satisfies <coughs> me. Uh, and uh, also I can uh, make 3D model, I can print, I can, I don't know, finish my plastic mold, I can make silicone mold. So I like to uh, make like, it's like big collaboration inside me so I can do all stages and uh, it's very imp it's very important and interesting for me because uh, I can't do um, the same um, the same like tasks every day I need to change something because uh, otherwise it will be boring process for me <laughs> but of right. course I know I, I personally know a lot of people who work like I don't know maybe 95% of chefs they don't have Instagram account or they have private Instagram account right, right. nobody nobody knows about them but they still uh, do good job and I think uh, uh, I think we are like one big mechanism, like one big, uh, I don't know, body. And they, we have different, um, different tasks, yes, different programs. So I can do mold and people can buy this mold and they can uh, do cake and sell in their pastry shops. Uh, and uh, just like, yeah. So uh, after all, I understood that I can't say that I'm, uh, very very professional pastry chef so for example I don't have um, professional uh, graduation so I'm professional architect but I attended different pastry classes two three days but it's still I don't have like big diploma for years right. or something like this uh, but I'm, I'm an architect so I decided to make uh, like design object objects and uh, the silicon molds and uh, I, I feel that I can do, I can give to the world these molds and it's like uh, now I think it's uh, for me, it's the biggest that I can uh, give. So your process for making a dessert, do you design something like on using like the 3D printer or whatever and make the mold? And, and mm -hmm. like, is that where a lot of the work goes into is like coming up with the design and like, I mean, do you think about, I'm going to put this kind of a layer of filling here and then I'm going to put this kind of a mirror glaze on the outside is a lot of the work done like designing on a computer or like a 3d printer. And then you go into the kitchen. Uh, you know, when I started, when I made my first molds, I thought about recipe, especially for, 
for some special notes. Now mm -hmm. uh, I do everything like uh, in one time, like I can do different recipes, I can do different molds, and then I can just change. For example, uh, for example, if we talk about my molds, uh, I have many pictures um, with uh, like colorful glaze, with mm -hmm. red, yellow, orange. But for, for example, to make this uh, bright color, I can uh, I can cover it with neutral glaze, yes, with colored neutral glaze. But we can glaze only white mousse cakes, like with white chocolate or some right. fruits. So I don't have a lot of chocolate uh, like milk or dark, dark chocolate mousses and recipes because of this uh, because of this uh, colorful glaze right. uh, and it's just like i don't know how to take uh, tell it in english but it's just like i can do only this so uh but when people buy my molds they can put inside all that they want so usually right. Uh, of course, I see from time to time some uh, some of my recipes inside their molds, but usually uh, they have their clients, they sell some special recipes, and they just use my molds only for uh, appearance. Right. So it's right. Uh, from one side, it's uh, it's good that they I give you uh, I give them recipe, but they can play even uh, you can freeze soup or I don't know some puree inside. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to ask, um, as far as we had talked earlier, Chef, and you were saying, you know, these molds would be great to use as something for Bocuse Dior, um, mm -hmm. but do you ever use any sort of savory ingredients in your pastries, in your recipes? Me, not, but I, uh, I saw some of my customers, they put inside like puree or some um, yes, they made some sour dish, and uh, I remember we have in Ukraine we have very traditional dish. Uh, the name is kaladets. It's like uh, when you uh, make um, it's not a soup. It's like bouillon. I don't know, like with a lot of gelatin. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. From uh, from bones, so you cook bones with some carrot and uh, meat, and it's very jelly. So uh, one of uh, a friend of mine, she made in my heart mold this um, jelly <laughs> with milk <laughs> and carrots and some greens inside, and it looked very nice. So they just they cut and eat it. Yeah. So of course That's it's up to cool. it's up to up to people. But uh, you know, uh, when we started to sell my molds, uh, we even. We wrote that uh, it's um, good to you can use it for freezing and baking. But now I advise to use it for freezing because for baking it's easier to use some other special right. types. Mm -hmm. For example, you can freeze uh, uh, cake in a saucepan, but there is no reason. Like uh... yeah, yeah, I was. I mean, I actually was just thinking, even like for my kids, like for their birthday party, I was like, oh man, I could be awesome to make like the ultimate ice cream cake for them they would love it you know using one of your molds you know the like the coolest ice cream cake ever um Denara, what about uh with the pandemic this year and has that impacted your uh your classes and your business like what, what have you had to do because of that oh of course i uh canceled all my uh all my trips i wanted uh, this year i wanted to go to tokyo italia spain like many many countries we planned a lot of different events but now because of this uh, coronavirus i sit at home and i pay all the attention into the molds 
because this is my uh, job now. So I can right. sell more. I have classes here, uh, but only for local people. Uh, before I had a lot of foreigners in my school, in my studio, and I traveled a lot. Like every month I went to some new country. Now I, I'm here and also I, um, uh, my son was born last year. Uh, and I have two kids now, no nanny, and it's very funny. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. Would, you, would you ever consider in the future holding classes online for people? Yes, yes, we uh, prepared finally. We made, uh, we shoot it last week, all last week, uh, six days from seven till nine every day. Uh, wow. We prepared seven online classes, seven different cakes and one extra free recipe. And um, maybe you heard about Kisa Academy. It's a Ukrainian academy. And now they make online classes. They um, proposed me to make <coughs> online class with them. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, so we made the first seven classes, and uh, next year we are going to shoot more. But uh, we we need to start with this. <laughs> I don't know how will it be. Uh, so we will start. But I have a lot of requests about online, and now it's uh, popular and different marathons. And mm -hmm. I think right. uh, because of this uh, virus, uh, it's our future. Something mm -hmm. right. online. Yeah, that's definitely something but, I would be interested. I would love to see one of your classes online. Yes, but you know, I still, uh, I, I really like, I like to travel. I like to meet people. I like when people come to my school, we buy, we here uh, cook some special Ukrainian lunch. So it's like we are very friendly. And uh, of course, I'm very sad because I really, for me, it was very important to travel and to speak with people. I can, of course, do online something, but I can't, uh, it's like, it, I don't know how to compare, it's different. You lose that personal connection with people yes. when you're not face-to-face. -face. Yes, yeah. yes. Dinar, I'm curious, uh, Christopher uh, had taken uh, a class in, uh, in Spain, right? Right, he was in Spain, yeah, in Barcelona. Um, what were some of the questions, Chris, that you were, um, we were talking about with the ingredients? I'm curious. So I was, uh, I was uh, going to ask you, I have this and I just brought it back because I think that this cake, it was uh, one of the collaborations that you did with uh, Chef uh, Jordi Bordas from Barcelona. Mm -hmm. And he's all about like being healthier in every single ingredient mm -hmm. that uh, he used. How are you like talking about like how much sugar or like how healthy are the recipes that you use and everything about like that? Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, I can tell that I'm big fan of Jordi Bordas. Uh, uh, he he's crazy, really. Yeah, <laughs> I like uh, their. I like his cake <laughs> recipes, and he's very good person. I I don't know. So um, of of course, I'm trying to to be uh, to make healthier cakes as much as I can. Uh, but I still use sugar. I still use flour, and I can't. Uh, you know, I I think about all this from time to time. I think like maybe I I sell some you know, like a poison, but I the cake. But sugar it's also not very healthy and not very good. Right. So I try to tell that. Um, if you eat cake, try to eat the best cake. Uh, right. Good looking, right. 
with uh, good ingredients, healthy ingredients, natural ingredients aside. Of course, now I work with, uh, for example, cakes when I have uh, less cream but more meringue, uh, less sugar but more, f more fruits. And uh, it's uh, um, all this happened after I met Jordi Bordas. And I started to update my uh, recipes to change something. Yeah, but uh, still, you know, uh, when you when you buy cake, you need to eat something. Uh, I don't know, creamy, uh, sweet, yeah. and uh, you know, right. to satisfy. Because uh, otherwise, you just can uh, buy apple, and uh, you don't need to right. I don't yeah. know, pay more. <laughs> so yeah. it's cheaper to buy just fruits. Uh, so, uh, you know, last year I started to eat after my son was born, I started to eat a lot of sweets and I, I feel like every day I need to eat croissant, I don't know, bread, something. <laughs> and now I try to, I try to quiet, we have here a lot of fruits, it, now it's a fruit season. Uh, but of course it's not very good and I work uh, only with uh, good ingredients, only natural ingredients and uh, as healthy as possible. Right. Always. And, you know, for example, my cakes are colorful. I use colorant, yes. But uh, if we compare with other cakes, uh, for example, when I use chocolate spraying, this velour uh, layer, it's very thin and uh, it's very small amount of colorant. You can see and you can eat. And my colorants always very good quality. And uh, it's not uh, like it's not a big problem, but some customers they can ask uh, without colorants, and we can uh, play just with puree or without colorants. Right. So it's also for some people, it's also a problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you always get different kind of customers. Did you get any inspiration from Barcelona? I mean, there is so many architecture. Like, I mean, it's a beautiful city. And mm -hmm. it's full of like different museums and different buildings from Gaudi. And it's, I think it's, did you get any inspiration from any of those, like all of those places walking around or even talking to Jordi? Of course, we prepared for Jordi five different cakes when I uh, went to his uh, school. And uh, we made uh, five different molds for them. And I, I like Spain. I uh, thought uh, maybe I will uh, move to Barcelona one day nice. or, or to Spain. In general, I also like Valencia. And my and I know very well that, uh, for example, when I go somewhere, I took some special inspiration. I can tell that when I travel, uh, I feel um, I feel uh, good. I don't know. I feel better, and just uh, I have time to think about some new ideas. And it's right. easier to create new ideas when you feel happy. Yes. So uh, yeah. always when I travel, I feel happy, and I can and I can do something new. But at the same time, still my two kids, and it's difficult. <laughs> yeah, it has to be it's hard. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Dinar, do you sometimes look at like maybe um, a building or a, uh, a structure or a shape in nature, like mm -hmm. whenever you would travel to those places, uh, or is it mm -hmm. even more like what you see there in the Ukraine? I mean, do those, are, is that kind of where your ideas start, like with the shape, or are you more like you just go to the computer and start 
putting things together? You know, it depends. It depends on uh, what I need to do because I have some uh, uh, like orders from customers. They, mm -hmm. they want to have something special. Sometimes I can do something for my soul, you know, for when I have some idea. Sometimes I need to make cake, uh, some special mold that like, for example, right now I understand that this mold, it's very interesting, but people will not buy it because it's like, it's very strange. Right. Uh, and sometimes I need to make some special mold because I understand that people can easily sell uh, cakes uh, with this right. appearance, this design. So it needs to be, as I understand now, it's better to sell, for example, round mold, like a funny texture when you can put on the right. top some, I don't know, bear, teddy bear, or like uh, right. some something colorful uh, balls or something else. But uh, inspiration can be, you know, everywhere. And the problem for me, the biggest problem, that I have a lot of ideas, a lot, but I don't have time to make them. But inspiration can be country, color, um, some structure, some geometric shape, mathematic, uh, like everything can be an inspiration. Even some texture, some clothes, uh, people, I don't know, some event, everything. You also have really had great success with, um, with social media, like with Instagram, like what, what tips would you give people out there that are maybe trying mm -hmm. to build up their social media? Uh, is it the pictures? Is it like the frequency? Um, is it, I mean, you know, people have all these different strategies they do for social mm -hmm. media. Um, what, what do you, what do you think is the best, the best route? Uh, so the best, you know, now it's difficult to, um, to understand, uh, but because I uh, I got all my followers uh, a few years ago when it was much more easier when you can mm -hmm. I could just make a post with black background, and I like I, I got five uh, I don't know one million uh, views like a lot of followers. Wow. Uh, it was enough, you know. It was enough just to make picture with black background. Right. <laughs> totally enough. Uh, some minimalism uh, now uh, of course it's very important to make good picture but at the same time now all people uh, they have good iPhones and they have good pictures so yeah. you need to do something special uh, something like to attract uh, attention some just some exclusive products uh, maybe uh, give some tips or recipes it depends on your profile on what you do and uh, you need to have this structure to make posts every two three days to answer your followers but i do nothing <laughs> like i can do post <laughs> once per month i just don't have time for it <laughs> right so every day it's like i need to post something i need to post something and then okay <laughs> then so it's it's not time tomorrow and every day is the same okay tomorrow tomorrow now i have uh, i have an assistant and she is uh, um she has my second Instagram page about molds. So I see that she posts something, she answers people every day, she writes something, and I'm very happy because it's not for me. You know, I, I like to uh, speak with people and I like to do something, but to answer on my Instagram, oh my God, it's 
it's difficult to answer every day 20 30 people the same questions so in one day you just uh, you can't it's just like you open and close open close and just people sorry but uh, for this uh, for this uh, you need to uh, have some special stuff but I have my private page, so I have some, I don't know, people, uh, my friends there. Uh, but of course, now Instagram, it's not, uh, it's not just social network. It's like your TV channel, your private TV channel. And sure, as, right. I understand, uh, as I understand now, you also need to make TikTok and YouTube <laughs> channel and Facebook also will oh, be yeah, nice. Oh, yes, crazy. Maybe Pinterest, yeah. <laughs> and you need to do everywhere, and at the same time, you need to make good recipes, uh, beautiful pictures, answer all your followers, and uh, it's good to go to gym and make pictures from gym, yes, and uh, <laughs> like go to restaurants every day to have your breakfast and read a lot and write and know all about politics, so... <laughs> you need to choose something from this list. Yeah, it's changed like so much. And and I think that the uh, pandemic has, uh, the coronavirus has moved things forward so, so fast. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's forced us to start using uh, these technologies more because yes. uh, before we were just used to meeting in person and, mm -hmm. you know, like Rachel would ask you about online classes. I mean, you probably would have done that at some point, but now you make it a priority to do it because you, yes. you know, that's what, that's what's happening out there. Are you still doing um, any, are you able to do, I'm not sure like what it's, what businesses are like in the Ukraine right now, but are, are businesses allowed to be open? Like, are you allowed to have uh, mm -hmm. in-person classes now? Uh, I think yes, but uh, for example, in Ukraine, uh, at the beginning of the virus, we had very small amount of people with this virus, maybe like 20, 30, 40, 100, and we sat at home during two or three months uh, right. with my family. Uh, like I cried uh, almost every evening because I, for me, it was like a big challenge, you know, to sit at home doing nothing. It's like I want to cook something, at least something, please. I need to go to studio, even just go outside. It was big, uh, like I was happy even about this. Um, but then now we have more than 2,000 people every day. Wow. And as I know, my city now, maybe it's red zone, maybe it's orange zone. I don't know. And for people, they they tired, like they uh, wear masks only in the shop. And as I know, all works now, like all people everywhere they work. We have big amount, but people work and they do classes and they do everything because they need to make money. We can't uh, just uh, live without uh, work like more than half a year. It's difficult, but at the same time, we uh, canceled all classes this spring. Uh, we postponed them to autumn. Now uh, I uh, we planned a few classes this autumn, but if uh, situation will be very bad, of course we will postpone again these classes. So wow. uh, yeah, because uh, now we try to do not more than ten people uh, in my studio to work in one time. But it's uh, in Ukraine we don't have here, you know, very strict rules, police or something like this. Uh, we just don't have such. Uh, so many policemen here <laughs> right what um 
what about uh, for your kids? I mean, with school, are they going to do distance learning where they do it on uh, the computer and not go to school in person in Ukraine? Uh, my uh, my uh, children, they are very small now. Okay. So we are we still at home. We don't go to kindergarten because of the virus. Uh, we uh, now we have individual uh, like uh, swimming and uh, singing like individual classes uh, but as you know this year people uh, I, I don't know uh, 100% because nobody knows really uh, right. like situation can change every day uh, but now the plan is to go to ordinary schools uh, for all people and uh, then I think we will see what will be but it's it's very strange when people uh, when uh, children sit at home and what to do um, mother father they need to go to work and uh, you know even um, this June we usually have uh, like uh, big events after school stops uh, all like uh, high school classes, they have big events. I don't know uh, the name in English, but when they have like a disco, they have uh, some like, event like bye bye school event. Uh, so uh, it was um, how to say um, it was impossible to make these events, but uh, children they still uh, were outside, all of them. <laughs> on just like uh, sports uh, like everywhere and uh, they just they couldn't go to school but they were here so i saw right. many children many high school people here everywhere and they uh, talk to each other without masks so it's like uh, it's all all it's very strange very strange situation and we don't know to trust or not this is the biggest uh, question you know is it true or false? Right. Yeah, that, that has been um, difficult for our family. Uh, my wife works from home and mm -hmm. um, I am at home a lot. I'm not traveling as much anymore, but for our kids, they're going to be, we have three children and mm -hmm. they're all going to have to stay home this year and do their, do their classes through uh, the computer, oh which, God. yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so I had to ask you, I was just curious what, if it was like that in the Ukraine, but, um, yeah, what a, just maybe, a crazy Maybe year. it will be, maybe it will be, I don't know. Nobody knows. So I think, uh, September, October, and we will understand because now our numbers, it's like, I told you, we had 100, we said at home. Now we have 2000. Wow. We don't know. So what about the uh, the airports there in travel? Like, are you able to, if you wanted to go to Spain or go to um, any any of the other countries, I mean, is it is it pretty easy to kind of move around right now or have they gotten strict with, with that? Mm -hmm. We have uh, some special website and you can see uh, countries, for example, as I know, to the USA, to USA, you can go just without any tests or some special, I don't know, documents. Uh, and there are some countries you can travel uh, easy. Uh, sometimes you need to make tests. Uh, some countries are closed. Uh, so it depends on country, week. For example, now we have a lot of tourists uh, going to uh, Egypt uh, or uh, Turkey. Uh, you can go. So we are going in September, we are going to go to some hotel to the Turkey, but, uh, but I don't know. Now we won't, but maybe they will close. 
Have you been to the uh, United States um, over the years very much? Uh, uh, last uh, last time I was there uh, last May. Okay. Like uh, last year, because uh, my son was born in Miami. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Yeah. So he's in <laughs> Yeah, Christopher is uh, based in Miami, and uh, we're actually getting ready to open a place up. Um, about 45 minutes south of Miami and uh, I was just uh, I was curious about that well you're always welcome um, anytime you need a place uh, to, to prep or do any events uh, here in the DC area uh, Rachel's based in Atlanta and we would we would love to host you anytime or if there's ever anything that you ever need uh, yeah, with a, a kitchen or we'd love to ha we'd love to have you so uh, hopefully at some point, things get back to normal. I, I like U.S. <laughs> yes, I like U.S. My daughter, she she's asking almost every day, like, when we go to America, please, mommy. Oh, really? America, <laughs> I want to go to America. That's <laughs> yes. so nice. And uh, I have, uh, we have a cafe in Boston uh, with my kids also. So I was in the U.S. I think five times, and uh, I, I like traveling. And uh, we plan to go um, this year to U.S. also to travel, but maybe later. Well, I know we're, we're getting uh, coming in here on the uh, last uh, 10 minutes or so. Um, I'll let uh, Rachel and Chris ask any questions, but I did want to make sure where, uh, Dinar, if people want to find, uh, find out more about you, where can they go and where can we find um, – your, your molds if they want to uh, if they want to get them mm -hmm. so I have my website dinarakasko.com and I have also Instagram the same dinarakasko and uh, on my website there is a link uh, to links uh, buy on my website or buy on Amazon we have Amazon US so you can wow. just buy on Amazon but That's now uh, we have only three types now of molds there and this November, we are going to have much more with and also new molds. So totally, we will have 14 different types. And we are working on them now. Then we'll send to Amazon. And it, it will be easy to buy. Are you going to have the the fruit molds, the these kind of like geometric fruit molds that you have? Yeah. So you're going to have yes, it in US too? Yes, but a bit later on. We, okay. Now we are working on fruits. We will do lemon, banana, pineapple, and coffee. It will be, uh, I think, after New Year. So now we are making 3D uh, molds, 3D right. models. And uh, I will order them on my factory as soon as my 3D artist will give me this uh, job. So <laughs> That's great. Which, which one is your favorite brand for the printer, 3D printer? Oh, I, I don't know. I have just one. I have Ultimator. I also, no, I have two, two different types. I have Ultimator and I have one half, but Ultimator, it's like one of the best. When we bought the printer, uh, the seller, uh, he told that it's like uh, iPhone, uh, but in 3D printer world. So wow. it's easy to print. Yes, you just need to push the button. And wow. it's expensive, but it's uh, easier to print, and he has very, it has very good quality, it's very amazing. good. So I don't need to polish molds after printing. Oh, that's great. Um, I have a couple more questions. 
when it is safe to travel again when you do classes do you ever go to um like culinary schools in other countries and go teach classes there or would that be something that i'm sorry culinary like pastry schools um do you go to the schools to teach classes there yeah, so usually when I have some invitation from some country and some school, I ask about uh, equipment because I need, for example, to have always blast freezer. It's very right. important. Yes, and then, yes, I can travel. I can come and uh, make class. So I usually travel a lot, with, especially with classes. Very cool, very cool. Um, and then my last question is, what is your favorite Ukrainian dessert. Oh, favorite Ukrainian dessert. Um, mm-hmm. We have here. We have just two uh, classical, traditional, and popular desserts. It's honey cake and Napoleon mm. cake. Uh, so, uh, but my mother, uh, my favorite uh, cake from my childhood is my mother cake. Uh, she uh, made like eclair a lot of small eclairs and then she put uh, she put sour cream with sugar and these small eclairs and, and she made like a mound you know wow like yeah. they stock cream and it's very tasty it's super simple to make very tasty and with cacao powder or uh, grated chocolate it's like super easy and super tasty so it's my favorite uh, dessert Interesting. I love that. And uh, about just talking about dessert again, which one is your favorite dessert to eat? Like fruit or like creamy, any mousse, the flavor like from all the different countries that you have visited? You know, the biggest problem that I like all. (laughs) (laughs) When I go to cafe, it's so difficult for me to choose just one. Like I want to eat <laughs> all like bite of each. <laughs> so I don't have my, uh, I don't have my like the best, uh, the most um, like, I, I like uh, all of them. But of course I, for example, I prefer this cake, but uh, like I, I do not eat a lot of chocolate, like chocolate fondant, for example, it's not my favorite at all. But if you tell that I have chocolate fondant and that's all, I will eat this chocolate. <laughs> that's great yeah my wife she could yeah. eat dessert like for the first second and third course like she she loves dessert so a lot a lot of americans love their desserts too so yes me too yeah well, i love desserts but you know what i found is that a lot of i have met a few pastry chefs who don't enjoy pastries or sweets wow mm-hmm. yes yes but they're sometimes. very passionate about what they do I also, we made this video last week with Kisa um, Academy and director of this school, she's also, she's pastry chef too. And she, when she tasted my cakes, she ate only sponges. She thought like, I don't like mousse cakes and mousse at all, like cream, no, only sponges, <laughs> dry sponges, <laughs> especially. So she ate only sponges and it was enough for, for her. But of course I don't eat a lot of uh, sweets. Uh, just from time to time, but uh, I don't have my favorite, so everything. Right. 
Well, Dinara, uh, we wanted to just say thank you very much for uh, making time to do this with us. And, uh, and you're on you're on the other side of the world, and I know you deal juggling with all the changes in your schedule and kids. And thank you very much. We really appreciate it. And uh, we oh, we, looks like we got a visitor. Hi, the little one. So cute, so cute. And uh, yeah. hey, they they did great. They did great the entire time. So right. Yeah. But, oh, uh, <laughs> you are always welcome. You're always welcome yes, here. Hi, hi. <laughs> Thank you very much, Chef. For Thank you so time. much, Chef. Thank you, Dinar, so much. This episode is brought to you by the ISVA. The International Sous Vide Association provides networking opportunities educational experiences, another great organization if you love sous vide, both for the professional and the enthusiast. This week we have Comey, which is the ultimate recipe and menu management software. You can find more information about Comey at www.comey.com. That's K-O-H-M-E-E. And it is the software that we use to manage all of our recipes and our menus. And it's an amazing software. Check it out. And also, Ferlasso Salmon has a buttery mouthfeel, firm texture, and mild flavor that complements any method of cooking or preparation. We love it. I cook it at home. I cook it on many of our events. Verlasso salmon is lower in fat than conventional farm salmon. It offers brighter taste. Coming from the cold and beautiful waters of Chile, they have been a leader in sustainable practices for nearly a decade and are truly a trusted source for delicious quality salmon. Check it out.